0: podcast that makes your vape chuck just a little bit more We recorded at the ftc edited at lazarus Base studios recording for posterity on is today memorial day or labor day labor i always day. mix up the stupid labor thing. day the 7th of september to be aired on the 14th of september right we <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it right for once. <laughs> we submit for approval. Your weekly source of audio debauchery. I'm Ronnie Signo. I'm Adam Flores. Army of Two podcast today. Good to be back at the FTC. Thought we'd slow things down a little bit. We know there's a lot of you who prefer the Army of Two podcast. Although, again, we prefer to have guests on. If you ever want to be a guest on them, that just happened. Probably just cost you a six pack of beer, maybe a case of beer, depending on what kind of beer it is. Like we said before, it's 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 nothing against Rodney and I just wanting to
1: talk together because I mean that's how the podcast started. But it, it is just nice to get that third opinion sometimes, you know, as a nice little uh, social barometer, if you will.
0: Yeah, we like branching out and meeting people and um, people with different opinions. We welcome it, actually. So, um, yeah, hit us up. If you ever want to be on the show, you'll be more than welcome. Yeah, you guys should know where to find me by now, but we'll get to that in the promotional
1: segment. So, without further ado, let's get that goat going. (laughs) Alright, so, uh, first of all, I want to shout out Maria. Ceci just broke her phone, so we're going to talk a little bit about that later. So, I want to give her a shout out for not losing it and punching her through the face. Very frustrating to have kids sometimes, so <laughs> I give her props for not going ape shit. I think I might have. Besides her, I also want to give a shout out to Quickbox. K-W-K-B-O-X Box. Quickbox. Anyway. Their YouTube channel, it's mostly video games. I think it's only video games, what I've seen so far. And uh, they run through games sometimes harder games and they just it's two guys and they end up just uh talking most of the time and then one of the guys he's also on a podcast called it's on hanginsley.wordpress.com bgbs podcast Uh, i haven't listened to any of it yet but kind of excited to hear what they have to offer he actually hit me up asking if we wanted to collaborate on something so who knows might be another podcast joining the fold but yeah pretty cool it's they're a gaming channel that takes an old school tv talk show approach to gaming the channel features game nights with two best friends let's play with random guests long plays of commentary field trips to random places and disc golf videos so feel free to check them out and uh yeah they're from northwest indiana so they can't be too far off from where we were last week chicagoland area yes so looking forward to uh trying out some new stuff since we're not podnogamous on on the show think that's it for you for right now
0: speaking of the line area i just want to send uh, a shout out to the chicago vape nation community group on facebook shout out to my wife shout out to my kids and then we'll do some birthday shout outs shout out to our friend myra my friend christy a lot of september birthdays uh my friend lisa my friend miku my? myra myra uh, muki's myra oh my Marty
1: also just had a birthday
0: Maddie's birthday Itty Bitty Baby's birthday Ashley's birthday Angela Maria's birthday uh, Kim Swanson's birthday Mr. David Merkel's birthday's coming up Oh, that's turn right 31 And Kathleen Oh, and Tia Carmen My name? Yep So T.T. T. Carmen? Yeah Cause they have a Theo Carmen. That's how I
1: differentiate. Oh see. yeah, T.T. Carmen. So happy birthday, everybody! Uh, it's a birthday. Hopefully not too belated by the time you hear this. But happy birthday! All right, on the um, what's gonna happen segment? Today's um, I just saw is gonna be one that I've been waiting to talk about. The corrections are gonna be the ways that we fucked up in the last episode or any other episodes. Fuck you, departments. are airing grievances. We do not have a piston on graves yet. We don't have a comic cliff notes yet. We don't even have a top topic yet. Rodney and I are kind of winging it right now, which is fun.
0: We haven't done it in a while. So rodney has got another segment that he. Wants to debut on this episode, right? Well, first segment I want to debut is uh left or right. That's going to be um, basically it's going to be uh, one or the other. That we're going to post on Facebook and we'd love to hear your votes, hear your feedback. Probably post some pictures. More than likely it will continually be every week two different famous Hollywood a-list celebrity women, uh, probably off our top hot list or, or suggestions. So if you have any suggestions for the left or right segment, please feel free to leave us comments at UTJH podcast or our Facebook page. Hashtag spelled out, UTJH.com. I think I'm going to try out
1: a new uh called Three Word Movies, where I'm going to give Ronnie three words just to uh, guess what movie I'm thinking about. It's going to be a bit of a chance for me to try to come up with just three words to name one movie each episode, but it shouldn't be too bad. So
0: And uh, speaking of movie games, we're also going to turn up the What You Say movie game. It's going to evolve a little bit, and um, I don't know if we have it. I think we'll just call it the Uchi Movie Game, and uh, we'll have the opportunity for you to play along at home, and we'll explain that a little later on in the podcast. And then, of course, there's open forum in promotion. Also coming up on the show, we have a bit of leftover audio that seemed a bit out of place from episode 70. Uh, we had a really great interview with uh, my cousin, Tony Arzenon. Actually, let's play that next. He talks about his trip to the Philippines, to his home country, and uh, what it was like to be hired as a DJ out there. And then he goes into, a little later on in the audio, uh, about his views on the current state of music these days and what he's uh, listening to. Nice.
1: It's really interesting to get that perspective from him too. You know, like... You, like you and I could sit around and just talk about music all we want but we're not in the industry so it's nice to get that perspective from somebody that's actually dealing with a lot of this kind of stuff on a daily basis
0: yeah I really wanted to include it in episode 70 but we didn't have an intro for it and uh, it was really just us talking to him about this whole other world of being a professional DJ and scam artists entertainment and um,
2: just the world he lives in uh, so I get there and they, and they put me up in this hotel room not knowing like all the perks like the, the general like the perks that I get here in the states. There is completely different. Like they look at you as a movie star, you know. Like to me, like I'm just me. I don't act like I'm fucking. A tiesto or whatever, but they treated me really well there. So they put me up in this villa that costs in u.s Like 150 a night to them. That's a lot of money because they go by uh, the pesos So 150 a night it put me in a villa that is equal to a presidential suite here in the states So like, it like in the hangover like that kind of villa. beyond that There was the, the whole hotel room was like floor heated There was two showers There was two walking showers Right I had a pool In the back That had the ocean view And then I had a king bed And then Not only that But there was a butler I had my own cook And this is just like The first night What the fuck Okay I'm just gonna get out right now <laughs> I'm going home and buying turntables
0: I'll train right, it, it, was, it was so unreal Like
2: I, I walked in I was like Wow this is This is for me just to DJ your club for three hours? Like, come on. But it's situations like that where, like, it makes me even more humble because of what I do. I just play music. Like, I don't work a thousand hours a day as normal people to, you know what I'm saying, to make a living. I do work that many hours in a different angle. you bust your ass
1: to get your mixes or whatever tracks that you need right. for, for any given night and stuff. There's a level of, like, hard work and... Because you don't, don't want to do the same show all the time, right? Because I know that there's a lot of... uh a lot of people think, like, okay, you're a DJ, you go up there, you press play, and, you know, you already have the set all done. Yeah. But, knowing other DJs, I know by now, like, you know, you're doing stuff the entire show. It's not
2: just, hey, I'm pressing play, and I'm playing out my three-hour mix it's, for it's, you. It's all about the performance. And, um, yes, it's, it's two CD players playing music, but I feel like in the near future, I need to... I want to take it a step further and add a you know a live band. I add some real life instruments, some sort of production where it's awesome. not just two CD players. Uh-huh. And that's unfortunately that's where we're at now with music is because there's a lot of DJs right now in the scene to where that's all they do. You know who do you listen to the most right now? Um, I, I listen to various guys right now, like. Uh, I like so many types of music between like hip hop, house music, and like trap stuff. Like my favorite is Diplo because he, oh. to me, Diplo. Diplo. Oh, okay. The guy that has that new track. Diplo and Skrillex. Really, or just. Bebo. To me, they. It's something to where, I believe that they have gone beyond beyond the you know the the realm of EDM. And incorporate, you know, the hip hop style and like the the pop music, you know. And uh, it works. It's, it's when you ever go to their shows, it's there's so many like tempos and you know direction of music that they play. It it entertains everybody. From if you like hip hop, if you like trap, if you like commercial music, if you like house music, it caters to everything. Uh-huh. It's a huge party. So Klein right? Yep Klein yeah To me it's It's so important Because everybody's attention span For music is so short Like When you're in a car You would listen to a whole Record of Drake right? But you're at a club You can't do it Most Most time of it You would hear like Two verses One hook Or two hooks And the next The next record Is you want to go to the next one Because it's It's all about the hype You want to keep the energy level high. So with that in mind, it's like, I feel like with music today, everybody's attention span is so quick and short to where they want to hear like changes all the time. Dude. Okay. All right. So this is a house record. Where else can it go? So the the trick is now as an artist is you make a house track and you just got to add these like other elements of, you know, of hip hop and trap to like, make it different, make it stand out it's uh-huh. not your general like Tiesto record, you hear you know, a cheesy vocal big chords a big drop, and then you know, go into the thing and then do it again repeatedly, two times before the song ends now it's like, there's all sorts of styles into one record to where it keeps a listener Engaged. interested in it, you know with social media, the, the whole, like, uh, generation of, like, intact with... Which you way is going, north or south? Uh, south. Intact with, you know, the technology. I, th- that's what it is. But the more technology advances, uh-huh. the less the human uh, brain is interested in, in something. You, you you want something quick. You know, you, you're going to post something You want it now, right? You go to a restaurant You don't want to sit in a restaurant for more than an hour You you ask for your appetizer right away, right? Moments after you ask for your entree At most, it's like an hour Hopefully Everywhere else Like in Manila or like Asia or Europe They, they like milk it They want you to stay They want you to enjoy the, the experience But here in the U.S. and America It's Everything's, like, so fast-paced, like, on point. Like That's yeah, what yeah, I want to yeah, ask you. Worldwide, what's your favorite place in the world? Um, go straight. As far as the country-wise? Yeah. I think going home in, in, in the Philippines was, was a, a, a big difference, a big eye-opener. Because, like, my, my family, our family, me and Roddy, they've always explained to us, like, oh, you know, life there has... Is, is so much tougher like you have no idea you should always appreciate what you have here in the states uh-huh. but when you actually go there and you and you experience the the hardship the difference of the US dollar compared to the the peso of like when you get a hundred dollars in the US here you can you can enjoy that throughout the day a meal a drink whatever it is but over there it's a peso so when you receive a hundred dollar peso there's a difference of currency so you that's not much, you know? So, there's people out there that are are making, you know, at most per day, like, 50 to 100 pesos in their line of work. And that's like hard work, yeah. you know, construction or whatever it is. So, from, just go straight, Ronnie. So, for me to experience that was a, a huge um, eye-opener to where, what I have here in the U.S., what we joy here, it's it's so easy. It's so much you know, gratitude and like, life is so much more easier here. What's the exchange rate now? 20 to 1? What?
0: What's the exchange rate? Is it
2: like 20 to a dollar? 20 pesos to uh, the dollar? 40 to 1. 40 Jesus. to 1? 40 to 1, yeah. Now, that's not a lot compared to US, you know? Can you tell some of these places to have
1: you bring, like, like if you're like, yeah, you know, I want to DJ in France, but I gotta bring somebody with me. Will they will they do that too um or is it just no we're just paying for you if you want to bring another person that's on your dollar kind of thing
2: I usually have a, a plus one on my trip but usually when it's accounts like that where it's like you know the uh, you're gonna turn right right here this little driveway because I was gonna say next time you go to Japan can you just you know add me on there
1: because gonna... <laughs> Japan's my dream destination after this I don't care how I get there I'll be in your suitcase I gotta get to Japan somehow. It's really
2: not that easy It's It's To where the buyer is comfortable spending money Because Over there Okay so My going right here in the US For me To go Out of the States We My rate is $5,000 US To them That's a whole Lot of pesos Oh yeah So for them to To pay for my fee And then my flight And all the drinks All the I mean all the it's going to be the first house after this stop sign. So it, it's in a, it's a huge expense for them. So Oh yeah. They, the, right? Yeah, where this truck is. I'll be I'll be right back. Okay. song was written a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. This is crazy. Through a different beat. So I met her the the artist Dean being and she she was like hey I saw you in Vegas blah, blah 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 like I had the single I wanted to give it a different take because her the original version is like a um, naked and famous type indie pop rock version right which is so hard to get a record in that genre of music on the radio nowadays most of the night 95% of The radio songs On the radio Is Dance music Yeah So for her To launch that Was like Really difficult Well anyway Uh I talked to her for a bit I found You know I, I listened to her record And I did A, a remix Version Made it a Dance version And her management Loved it But it was a remix So now Um fast forward we, she was like hey let me uh, let me re-release this version as your version and if it succeeds to get me on radio plays I mean right now like we're it's it's supposed to, it's set to release this Friday mm-hmm. with my management and her management we, we did a lot of negotiations and deals to where it would hit like XM Radio Kiss FM, C100, in New York, like all these major radio stations because you know everyone's playing the same format music. You know, why this is the perfect time to do it for so um, it's coming out this Friday, it's gonna go straight to like all the 12 radio stations worldwide. I mean, in in the States. Yeah. Sorry. But it's also going to hit Shazam. It's going to hit Pandora. It's going to hit, you know, XM, BPM Radio, the end station on there. All these, like, areas to where, at the time when she released her original, she didn't have that outlet. So they're... Now we're forming it as my version to be the original. Wow. Yeah, it's exciting So I, like I played my I, I played Rodney this Like a week in, well, How long ago did I see you Two weeks ago? When Admission of Impossible Came out? It was like the day I got it came out Yeah, yeah probably
0: No, maybe like Three weeks ago Yeah, I was three see, Like weeks three weeks ago yeah. Yeah.
2: And that was just like The start of You know Of everything So it's it's coming out This Friday Before Labor Day weekend Which is the great target Oh yeah And then it's going to hit iTunes the following Tuesday for commercial release But it's gonna 100%. hit radio Like the entire weekend On Flipper day Uh National So I'm I'm looking for it, for it. I mean I that's a huge
1: it. Party weekend too
2: Yeah 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 It's everyone's last hurrah Before I'm going back to school And shit Yeah 100% That's fucking cool I'm still waiting For my first hurrah <laughs> All Right? Let me get a hurrah
1: Oh fuck We totally skipped over podcast My bad We skipped over podcast news
2: I got my podcast, I got my podcast on.
0: podcast news. We are back in full force on SoundCloud. We are probably a couple episodes behind. I just want to gradually post them to see if we can get people caught up. Our stats on SoundCloud are back, so we have some insight as to who our new listeners are. And being that we posted maybe three new podcasts this week, we picked up a bunch of listeners in new cities around the world and around the country. Locally, we have Mesa, Arizona. Welcome to the show. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Orlando, Florida. Ashburn, Virginia. Carbondale, Illinois. Bloomington, Indiana. And Rockville, Indiana. A lot of uh,
1: There might be a couple. with the guys from
0: Quickbox. Welcome to the show, guys. Yeah. Appreciate the support out of Indiana. Around the world, we have Bahia, Algeria, Mari, Germany, Montreal, Canada, Verdun, Canada. wonder if the angel's listening there. Perth, UK, Santiago, Chile, and OSS, Netherlands. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's just Os. Os. Oos. Os. I don't know. Anyway, welcome. Welcome to the show. I don't
1: know how they say welcome to Canada. Welcome, eh? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Canada, I didn't realize that Moose, the Kevin Smith movie, is yeah, it's also going to feature Johnny Depp. Yeah. Like the same character from Tusk. Yeah. That's Guy, pretty cool. Guy,
0: Guy, L- Guy Lapointe. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I didn't even realize it was hard to recognize him in Tusk.
1: Yeah. It wasn't until like he uh he slowed down for a minute
0: and did something that
1: kind of reminded me of Jack Sparrow that I was like I was like, holy shit, is that Johnny Depp? Because did a great job. Really great, 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 great prosthetic. Job. Yes. Alright, moving on to the um I just saw. First off, saw the season four trailer for Arrow. Have you seen this? I saw a little bit of it. Can we talk a little bit about Mag Negro? <laughs> I did not see that part. You didn't see John Diggle's new costume? No. Look that up real quick. It's disappointing, uh, to say the least. Like I saw the first thing, I was like, "That's Magneto's costume." Like the the helmet itself, and then I was like, "It's Mag Negro." Not to be racist or anything, but I just thought it was kind of funny. I don't know. It's nothing that I'm like amped up for. I don't think it needed a trailer per se, but I mean, I'm I'm still gonna watch the show. I, I still want to see what happens for the most part. So. Besides that, uh, I finally beat Batman Lego 3, Lego LEGO Batman 3, 100%. I didn't just beat the game, I got every Yeah, every single character. Every character, I got every red brick, every uh, every red brick, every gold brick, everything. Just cleared it out, found all the Adam Wests. Does it have a log of like how many hours it took you to... No, no, I mean, but there were plenty of times where I just kind of left the game paused and walked away and came back later. So to me, that doesn't really say much. But uh, it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. The last time I had that much fun playing a game was Lego Marvel. So Lego really knows what the hell they're doing when it comes to making a fun game that uh, you don't have to think about. Like, you you know, you die in the game, you come right back. There's no lag, there's no waiting around. And you kind of miss games like that. Like, it's, it's not about... A deep, intense storyline. It's, hey, let's, you know, see if people can just have some fun, which I I love it. I love that shit. I've also been, not on my dress up, but I've been listening to the newest episode of Something Gate. Um, It's a little surprising, their disdain for Back to the Future. Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't understand. How you could be an American, and not like Back to the Future. Like, if this were the '60s, I would assume that they're red communists by now. <laughs> What's well, not to like, DeLorean? I know you got a hot female lead, either the mom or uh, what was what was his girlfriend's name, Leah Thompson, or uh... it's not well Elizabeth Shue was one of them. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue. But who's in the first one? Who do you think was hotter, the first first one or second gen? Second gen. Second gen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's move on from that. The big thing that I want to talk about is a movie that I saw called Ex Machina. I've been talking about wanting to see this movie for a long time. Bought it on a whim. I haven't met anybody else that's actually seen it. It stars Oscar Isaacs, who's going to be playing Apocalypse in X-Men. And Alicia Vikander, who is in this new movie, The Man from UNCLE, who's rising up on my list pretty fast. So we're going to end up having to have her... Somewhere on the left or right thing, but great. I think she'd be uh, good to pit against uh, Margot Robbie. Maybe. Great movie. Episode 72, left or right? It's a great movie. Visually beautiful. Absolutely beautiful movie. Between uh, the landscapes that they make sure to take uh, shots of, or even the CGI, which to me, being that it's a movie essentially about a robot, is not overly used to the point that she looks cartoony at all like her face doesn't look like it's floating on there like a green lantern and i just overall i think they did a really good job it's got a little bit of a twist to it and the movie's about a coder that works for an internet search engine company gets sent out to this remote home of of the president of the company who started the company at 13 so he's you know a technological genius and it takes place in kind of the future, but the director said, you know, th- this could happen tomorrow. This whole, you know, type of thing. And the guy gets there, and it turns out that he's there to perform a Turing test on a robot. The Turing test is if you can fool someone into thinking that you're you're no longer talking to a computer. If, if, you, if you feel like you're actually talking to a human being, that's the Turing test, like you passed. So, it's, it's pretty, it gets pretty intense. Full frontal female nudity, which is always a plus that you don't get very often, if at all, anymore. So... Love that! It, a trip. Yep, a lot of it, all over the place. And uh, if you ever get a chance, check it out. There's actually only five speaking roles in the movie. That's it. Like the rest is all like there. There's only a handful of characters. Period. So the script itself, very well written, very well acted, and uh, it's only an hour and a half. You know, they they didn't overdo it with the movie. They could have, I'm sure, but they just didn't. So
0: check it out. That's it for me. Um, I just saw this week, uh, I saw Screen Rant Movie Mistakes, Directors Made, I'm um, also Hidden Messages that Directors Left in Movies, nice. uh, kind of interesting YouTube series.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like Screen Trunkies.
0: Uh, shout out to your neighbors, uh, I was gonna say shout out to the people who live on the street, but then that they giveaway for where you have to see is, they did a movie night on the block, they closed off the block, which, shout out, but fuck you, because they blocked off, uh, Adam from being able to come home and park his car, but, um, yeah, they aired Despicable Me, and they did The Sandlot, so, saw that, a little bit of those two, I finally saw, I went back to the DVR last night, and I saw John Wick. Ah, great movie, isn't it? Yeah. As advertised, exactly what you want in a movie. I mean, you know, not much of a story, and it's kind of, you know, but... um, It reminded me of, like, a 1990s action film. Like, it didn't need much nonstop action, over uh, the top. I almost want to buy the Blu-ray just to see if there's, like, some sort of kill counter. And um, there should definitely be a headshot counter. So that would be a good drinking game if you're ever sitting around watching John Wick. Because, really, a lot of headshots in that movie. Yeah, and like unnecessary, like shoot him in the chest, then shoot him in the head. <laughs> like might as well double tap. I also saw last night uh, Captain Phillips. I was back it. to the old DVR. Oh, I was good. Really, uh very few movies that um, make you feel uh, more proud of the Navy than anything. Just the badassery towards the end. No spoiler alerts, because I'm sure it's a true story. So. Pretty much everybody knows what happens. And then I also saw Inside Out. Oh, how was that? Really good movie. I was a little biased towards it because of, um, you know, Jared from Something Gates Review and then uh, Nick from You're Gonna Get a Disease and Down's Drugs. Their review was, uh, I think, set the expectation really high. Definitely up there in one of the better Pixar movies, but still not my favorite. What's your favorite Pixar movie? Up? I might go Toy Story 3. Toy Story 1, I think, to me is. I mean, it started it all to me. So, See, I might go Toy Story 3 or Finding Nemo. It's kind of a toss up between the two. Ooh, yeah. Toy Story 1 was really good, but I think, you know, I don't think it holds up very well because I saw it maybe a couple months ago and it just, I don't know. You, you think back upon it, you know, because it was the first time you saw a movie like that that came out of that studio, or at least it was the first time I saw a movie like that. But um does not hold well by today's standards. Kind of hard to go back and watch it. Anything else you've just seen?
1: No, it's all I saw for the week. I want to mention something real quick. After listening to uh, the past few episodes of Something Gate, they had a whole conversation about Ronda Rousey playing a superhero.
0: Ronda Rousey. Now, they
1: they said that they wanted her to play Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel, depending on who you ask. And do I think it'd be bad casting? Not necessarily, but everyone's just like, oh, she's got the kick about her. Which, yeah, but at the same time, she's not known for getting into a lot of fist fights. So, what the hell is the point of having somebody that knows how to fight? Granted, like, she can show more weight in her punch. I get that. But to me, Carol Danvers is not, I'm gonna get into a fight with you. Like, her her physique is there. She looks like, you know, a strong fucking woman. Honestly, for as much as I think that she's an overrated actress, I think you need somebody that can act well for this role. You need somebody that can carry an entire movie for this role. Now, I haven't seen Fast and Furious whatever the fuck, 28, the, the last one that Ronnie around Ron was in. But I can't imagine her being able to carry the movie all the way through and convey emotion and because carol danvers has gone through some pretty heavy shit i mean she was an alcoholic for a while just like tony stark was you know she she had a deal like with most other female superheroes she had to deal with losing her powers at one point so to me if i could cast the role i'd pick jennifer lawrence
0: she had to deal with losing her powers and being like very uh, decrepit and um uh... You know, this actually might be the redeeming role for Lindsay Lohan. If Lindsay Lohan could get back into the shape that she was in for Mean Girls, where she was still
1: kind of thick, you know, definitely not fat, but still curvaceous, that would be an amazing role. I mean, yeah, you could make her the Robert Downey Jr. of, for the female audience, you know, like, it was a perfect role for Robert Downey Jr. to play Iron Man. You could do that, but realistically... I think Jennifer Lawrence Is made for the role You know She could stand there In a stoic way She is active I mean She's she's had to do A lot of active roles Even when you see her In Silver Linings Playbook It's not the best Or it's it's not a movie That a lot of people like But at the same time Her physique in it You know Like she's Like she has the body Of a dancer She looks like somebody That's worked through it And she's not super thin Or anything like that She has curves about her We already know That she has no problem Speaking her mind So she's got A kind of uh, Tough girl persona About her So I think When it comes to
0: Warber. Or or Ms. Marvel, whatever
1: the fuck her name is, I think Jennifer Lawrence will play the role the best, personally.
0: They kind of seem to be using her for everything though. Yeah.
1: It's unfortunate that they use her for Mystique. I don't think they did that they needed her for Mystique, personally.
0: And she's given up the role. Maybe she's done with superhero movies.
1: Maybe. But Lord knows I'm probably
0: gonna have the big wrong. They're probably gonna put Ron and Rousey in, it. And I hope that I'm surprised. So yeah. Well, I mean, The Rock surprised a lot of everybody. Yeah. But then again, I mean, he is supposed to be sports entertainment, so he was entertaining from before when he started acting. And I don't know that Ronda Rousey's that entertaining. No. But she she
1: is a nerd, which, is, which I appreciate, you know. She might not necessarily be a nerd about comic books. She's a nerd about Pokemon and World of Warcraft and all that bullshit. <laughs> but she's not really comic book nerdy. Like if she'd be like, oh, you know, I love Ms. Marvel. I know everything about her. Sort of like how Angie Harmon is dying to play She-Hulk, which would be cool because she played a lawyer on Law & Order. She-Hulk's a fucking lawyer. It'd be a really cool role. She's too thin, but I think she'd be able to pull it off nicely if if they were to ever do a She-Hulk movie, which I don't see them doing. What else was she in? She's in Rosolian Isles right now. She used to be on Law and Order. Doesn't really narrow it down so much. Everybody was on Law and Order. She's one of the ADAs in Law and Order, I believe. Criminal Intent, <laughs> SVU? Uh, I think just original Law and Order. I'll look her up for you. But yeah, like, she was on Conan and somebody, like, they pulled up a picture of She-Hulk and she fucking went shit. She's like, look at her, she's so beautiful. I was like, god damn. But, uh, you know who she is, I don't think you know who she is.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: she'd be a pretty good she you No, know, she's got strong facial features. She's 43 though, so that's kind of rough to get around. How How's Mark Ruffalo? But he's not playing like the Hulk side. He could play Bruce Banner. Oh, uh, I guess.
0: You don't think they would do the same for She-Hulk? They'd actually paint some chick in I, Yeah, I think
1: that I think they would just go with painting her green. <laughs> He's forty seven. Mm-hmm. Also from Kenosha. Didn't know that. All right, so let's move on. I, I had to give. I had to give my little rant after listening to them talk about Ronda Rousey playing Ms. Marvel. So, so that's what we're gonna be doing for Comic Cliff Notes. By the way, we're gonna be talking about Carol Danvers. So we'll get to that in a little bit. All
0: right, we're gonna shake things up a little bit. We are going to take the What You Say game and evolve it. So this is what we're gonna call, at least for now, the Uchi Movie Game. <laughs> So I'm going to take a movie quote. They're going to be relatively easy. And Adam's going to have to guess the movie based on the quote. Now, every answer that Adam gives will count as one point. Whether or not it's a correct answer or a no answer also counts as one point. And then I'm going to give, if he does not get the quote right, I'm going to give him another movie quote. Until he guesses the movie, and this is all coming from IMDb, that I'm trying to make him guess. So if he misses the first movie quote, that's one point. He gets another movie quote, and if he misses that, that's one point. And if it takes a third movie quote, that's one more point. When he finally guesses the movie, that's also a point. And then we move on to the next movie quote, which will be a different movie. Okay. okay? So the lowest possible score is uh, what you're trying to achieve in this game, and the lowest possible score would be four point round. okay
1: so you're going to give me four movies total yeah four points if I don't get the movie well no going no to give me more quotes for for that movie and the, it's sort of like golf like I'm, I'm aiming to get it on my first shot right for each one of these movies
0: well no okay so the lowest spot so here's the thing you have a point for every answer you give right by the time we get to the second movie you have to guess the quote from that movie and by the time we get to the second movie you have to guess which actor was in both movies okay so that the, the whole the end game is to guess the actor that I selected but I'm feeding you the actor by giving you quotes from movies that they've been in and it may not necessarily be the quote that the actor gave just a quote from the movie okay so for example let's let's just start because i'm anxious to see how this works okay okay so everyone, play along at home. We'll see how Adam does. You know, post on the Facebook page to see how well you did against Adam. Um, I think he'll do fairly well at this game. And just to get us started, we're going to um, we're going to throw him a softball, just so you get the idea of how this works. And then when we have people on the show, when we do this game, we can have them work in teams, and then you can compete them against them at home. Okay. So first movie quote: "Dear God, make me a bird, so I could fly far, far away from here." Do I say the movie? Say the movie. Forrest Gump. Okay, that's one boy.
1: Ding, 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 ding. All
0: right, next movie. Actually, no, the lowest possible score would be three points. So I got one point right. Now. Yeah, and you can guess the actor at any time. But once I get the second one, I'm sure I'll be able to. But every time you guess, that's a point. That includes pre-guessing. Okay, next movie quote. Okay. So who's ready for Ken's dream tour? So who's ready for Ken's dream tour? Toy Story 3. That is correct. So Tom Hanks? Yeah. Okay. Nice. So softball for Adam, 3 points. That's the Uchi movie game. We will up the ante a little bit. Should we do another round, since that was kind of a softball? Sure. Okay.
1: Alright, let's see. I was like, where the fuck is Tom Hanks? I was like, oh shit, Woody. Because then I was thinking of Michael Keaton, because I know that he he said that. So funny that Michael Keaton played Ken. That was
0: Michael Keaton? Yeah. Okay, next round. On your left. Alright, Captain America wins, so... Yep. <laughs> it's correct, one point. Sorry about
1: if I'm sniffling on the show. My allergies have been whooping my ass. <sighs>
0: All right, next line. No matter how many times you save the world, it always manages to get back in jeopardy again. It's not Captain America 1, is it? No. Fuck. Two points. Damn it. All right, next line. Same movie. You're virtually indestructible, yet it breathes like Egyptian cotton. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Nope. Three points. All right, same movie. E, it's great to see you, but I got to tell you, I have no idea what you're talking about. E? Yes. Like, as
1: in the letter E? Yeah. Men in Black?
0: <laughs> no. Fuck! We got oh. four,
1: four points? Yep. Now, if I don't get on this next one, that's it, right?
0: No, no, no we'll keep going. Oh, fuck. Kind of want to see uh, who at home might be uh, beating your score now. All right, here's a softball for the same movie. Oh, no, Elastigirl? You married Elastigirl? Oh, you the Incredibles. Yeah. Five so, points.
1: So Samuel Jackson? Yeah. Damn it! Good.
0: That was a good run.
1: That was a good run.
0: Yeah, so let us know how you did at home. Five points on Samuel Jackson. Hopefully you're playing along. And hopefully I can edit a lot of that dead air out.
1: <laughs> it sucks because you get the quote and I'll make I have Chris Evans in my mind. So when you started talking about the other shit, that's why I said Scott Pilgrim versus the World, because I
0: assumed you were going there. See, I kind of figured you would already start doing that, like connecting the... Uh... So that's why, I mean, this. I think this is a fun game, and it's um it's even better with uh, like the common movies that are easy to get, because there's another aspect to it, and like you can, your mind goes in another direction. Probably be a little more fun if I had it plotted out and planned out, but I have no idea what quotes you're going to pick up on, so it's like you actually have to play out of IMDb. I liked it. That'd be a good time. Alright, let's move on to our corrections
1: department, because we all fuck up. So, Rodney,
0: what do we got? All right, corrections for this week. All right, correction from episode 70. This is how we do it was in 1994, which was two years after Spawn. Wow. That's really the only correction that I found in the podcast. Spawn was 92? That's what uh, we said in the uh, episode 70, I guess. Man, I feel old as fuck. Well, not the movie, the comic. Oh, the comic. Yeah. But, uh, I think that was the only mistake that we made in episode 70, or at least the only one that I noticed. Uh, but don't fault us for that, because we all make mistakes in life, and we all have regrets. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage, at a seriously low rate, call a limb Insurance and get a free quote today. Call 312 945
1: 6254, or visit their website at liminsurance.com.
0: That's A-L-I-M for
1: A L I M for Lim, because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Oh. <laughs> Insurance. 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 Moving on to the fuck you department. Uh, I got a couple of them. So, fuck you first and foremost to motorcyclists that don't obey the traffic rules. We talked a little bit about this before, so I'm not going to rehash too much, but I was sitting in the van. We're which is it's a pretty busy street, and I'm at a red light, just stopped. There's a car to my left, and I'm in the right lane. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I happen to look in my rearview mirrors, and two choppers, not even, like... Crouch rockets. Not even crouch rockets. Two choppers come screeching down, A, between me and the car next to me, and between me and the sidewalk to my right. And they happen to catch the green light right when it hit, and they just started zooming down like, cutting between cars. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? If you'd have hit me, when I have my son and my daughter in my van, I get out and I whoop your ass. And at that point, I think you deserve it. True story. Secondly, fuck you to Cecilia for breaking or cracking, cracking Maria's. Yeah. Besides, besides that, for cracking Maria's screen on her phone, she got a little upset. Had the phone in her hand, didn't like that the fence wasn't closing for whatever reason, and threw the phone onto the tile in the kitchen.
0: Uh, even though Maria's phone has a case, still cracked. So very, very upsetting. Maria's still upset. I'm sure about it. But so needless to say, we will not be doing the new segment. It's cute stuff that my kid did.
1: Oh my god. Not today. But besides that, no real other fuck yous.
0: Uh, My fuck you this week was earned by Mr. Stephen Shanks for trolling my internet page. Granted, it was something that I posted and granted it was political, but um, yeah, just wanted to go to sleep and he just kept posting and posting. Who's this? Some guy. I don't know. I think he's uh, Luke and Jonah's friend. Oh. (laughs) Sorry if he's a good friend of yours, but you know, fuck you just for this week. I don't know how great a friend he could be if Nick Pearl... Hasn't friended him. I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's like uh, somebody who used to work at Aurelio's or something. But fuck you for this week. And if you're a deuce bag, then, you know, fuck you continually. What the hell did you post? Ah, uh, it's political. We don't talk about that on the show. I know, but I'm trying to find it. I can tell you later. Oh, uh, corruption... Go yeah. Which actually would be a great 26 comments? Yeah. Which actually would be a great. My whole point is it would be a great topic for you're going to get a disease and not our show. Huh. And Harry and Jimmy and Trent, wherever you are out there, fuck you too.
1: Moving on to the pissing on graves. Let's get some of that theme music going.
2: <laughs>
0: What do we got today, Rodney? This week's missing on Graves is going to be on Cynthia Lennon. Born Cynthia Powell on September 10th, 1939, which... Uh, Three days. Yeah. She would have been... I don't know what that is. Can't 1839? do the math. Oh, actually, no. She died, uh, she died April of 2015, so not so fresh grave. Died of cancer, according to Wikipedia. Fuck cancer. She was the first wife of English musician John Lennon and decided to keep the name well after they had divorced. she is the mother of Julian Lennon, who was obviously uh, one of the Beatles' offspring. Grew up in the middle class section of Hoylake, on the Wirral Peninsula of Northwest England. At the age of 12, she was accepted into the Junior Art School and later enrolled in the Liverpool College of Art. John Lennon also attended the college, meeting with Powell in a calligraphy class, which led to the relationship. Oh, so beautiful class, beautiful handwriting is how they met. When he was performing in Hamburg with the Beatles, she rented his bedroom from his aunt and legal guardian, Mimi Smith. And then after she got pregnant, she and John were married on August twenty third, 1962, at the Mount Pleasant Register office in Liverpool. And from 1964 to 1968, they lived in Kenwood, in the Surrey town of Weybridge, where she kept her house and participated with her husband in a London-based solcer life. So I guess they were pretty well-to-do back in the 60s. In 68, John left his wife, Cynthia, for Yoko Ono, um, and thus ruining the Beatles and probably one of the greatest bands of music history. So, our only fault for you is uh, perhaps maybe not keeping John happy? Yeah, or something, just... Number one, why
1: keep the name? Just because you can? Just... I mean, who's that yeah. helping?
0: Oh, uh, she. I
1: guess she was English.
0: Maybe kind of saw it as a title, like the Beatles.
1: I suppose, but yeah, because of whatever happened in your marriage, that dude ended up being with Yoko Ono. Maybe so. she didn't
0: suck enough dick or something.
1: Uh, what do you call that yeah. in Britain? <laughs> do they have a different way of saying it? Flogging the sausage. Oh, perhaps fishing the chips. Smoking the fag. Zing. Alright, well, this has been Pissing on Graves, the real John Lennon's Wife edition. Did he have any kids with Yoko Ono? I think so. No idea. thought they had. I don't know. Who cares about John Lennon? Alright, moving on to Comic Cliff Notes today, for which we still don't have
0: any theme music. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, should we just steal the Avengers? Just held out. Cliff Notes. (laughs) There it is. Oh, fuck. All right. uh,
1: We're going to be talking about Carol Danvers today, a.k.a. Warbird, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, a.k.a. Binary, a.k.a. Captain Marvel.
0: Binary? Yeah.
1: So, Carol Danvers served with the U.S. Air Force Intelligence and NASA before exposure to Kree technology when Captain Marvel, the original, came to Earth. And uh, as the hero Ms. Marvel, she joined the Avengers. She was kidnapped and taken to limbo where Belasco lives, brainwashed and, God, that's imp- and impregnated by Immortus, otherwise known as Kang, the Conqueror, same guy. She escaped to Earth, but lost her powers and memories to the absorbing mutant Rogue. So that's where Rogue got all her flight and super strength powers. She worked with the X-Men until she received more cosmic power in genetic experiments by the Brood, and as binary, is what she was called at the time, she joined the Starjammers, which is Cyclops's father's... Team, And she returned home In a slight dip in power levels And she took the identity Warbird She resigned for the Avengers When she became an alcoholic Which we talked a little bit about earlier And sought treatment she became the superhero, superhuman liaison for Homeland Security, and after the events of House of M, she took the codename Miss Marvel once more. She's five foot eleven, weighs one hundred twenty four pounds, uh, blue eyes, blonde hair. First appearance, March nineteen sixty eight. I didn't know she went that far back. Seemed like an eighties kind of person, but
0: she seemed like a very uh from the Dazzler era era of superheroes. Dazzlers, yeah, the eighties. Dazzler's the eighties? I thought Dazzler was like 60s. Uh,
1: Let me double check right now. Give me one second. One second. One second.
0: She's very hippie. 1980.
1: Wow. Uh, Dazzler wasn't very hippie. Dazzler was more glam rock. Oh, I guess so. But yeah, this has been Comic Cliff Notes, the Carol Danvers edition. You've just been schooled. Booyah. Now, of course, I've mentioned that I wanted Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence to play her. You mentioned that you want Lindsay
0: Lohan to play her. Yeah, returning from decrepit to uh, going from... Alcoholic to decrepit to, yeah, uh, it, it's like I said, it's an opportunity role for Lindsay Lohan. It is. It'd be nice to see her regain that. that Because uh, she's not a bad
1: actress. She just, she looks like shit now, too. Like, she has collagen in her lips and everything. It's funny, Rodney and I are recording at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And for some reason, I feel sleepy now instead of the 8 o'clock that we usually recorded.
0: So, that's yeah, a nap time for the kids right about now. So,
1: all right, moving on. All right, so, Rodney has another game that he'd like to debut today called Left or Right. <laughs>
0: Rodney's going to say his number one actress well, in terms of bone so ability, right? It's probably going to be actresses that we're going to go, you know, bone ability, bone versus bone. Um, we'll probably list out, we'll throw, you know, one, and then we'll throw out a comparable one. And this is actually probably a good segment for Adam and I, since this is one of probably a few topics that we <laughs> will definitely disagree upon. Yeah. So this week, I'm going to throw out my number one, which I was assumed going to go against his number one, which was previously Zoe Zaldana up until possibly yesterday when he officially declared a a new number one, which would be... Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I'm going to keep my number one, who still is uh, not, well, hasn't has yet changed, to be relevant. It has, it hasn't changed in, what, 10 years, probably? That hasn't, no, actually, no. <laughs> Vanessa Marcel was my number one up until... Maybe five years ago or so. Wow. My number one changes pretty often. Yeah. I might rotate my top five. But, um, yeah, I'm going to put up... Kate Beckinsale?
1: Kate Beckinsale. I understand Kate Beckinsale. It's not to say that I don't think that she doesn't deserve a high ranking. She's gorgeous. She has an accent.
0: She's um, Asian. Brunette. Light eyes. She's Asian. Petite. She's Asian. You're trying to kill it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she from, like, a, a distant part of what Asia? What the like... fuck ever? Where do you think she got the nice eyes from? <laughs> Asians don't have light eyes. That's
1: racist. You don't know that.
0: Um, And she has an accent, which makes her so much hotter. She's got a great glammed up look. If she's going to dress up and do it up makeup wise and take her out in town, I'm sure she looks great. But she has a great dressed down look also, as we've seen in Click. Um, Arguably what I think is one of her more hotter roles, because she's walking around the house with PJs and she still looks great.
1: And the Native American costume that she puts on doesn't hurt her too badly either. Yeah. See, I, got, I, I, gotta do, I gotta do Anna Kendrick. Because if you're gonna argue with the whole dress up, dress down thing, I mean, you see her dress down, and she's cute as a button. Then you see her dressed up, and she's fucking gorgeous. I also like the fact that she's, like, 5'1". I think that's adorable. For a guy that says, you're not into chicks that can whoop my ass, and you can see her muscle definition stuff, she would probably like that during the, the shooting of Underworld. No. Are you sure? Yeah. We're going to check that out in a little bit. But Anna Kendrick is so fucking
0: talented to me. And Actually, everybody gives her critical acclaim for Underworld, but that's one of my least favorite of her roles. So I'm not into the... I like Vacancy. I don't remember her in Vacancy. That was uh, the Motel movie. I do remember her in Pearl Harbor, which uh, wartime pinup girl. And she was a whore in the movie. Kind of. <laughs> but uh, Anna Kendrick, I, I just think... Hey, she's smart. Well, technically, did she not... Did she even nail Ben Affleck in that movie? I don't know. I don't think she did. She might not have. I don't know. It's been a long time, thankfully, since I've seen it. But you going to go cup to cup? Kendrick to, uh... Oh, I think Kendrick wins. I think so? Kendrick to Beckinsale? I'm going to look that up right now. Is there a website dedicated to cup size? Oh, or... I'm sure there
1: is. It's I mean, there's there's some loser out there just like, She's got to be least cup. Uh,
0: let's see. Kate Beckinsale. Cup size. And by the way, feel free to post on that Facebook post. Now, also, we're not objectifying
1: women, or we're not trying to objectify women in this. She's 34, 23, 34. Her shoe size is 10. Get the fuck out of here. Bra size, 32B. For who? Kate Beckinsale.
0: B for Beckinsale? And Kendrick? Which is nothing to scoff at.
1: No. Mouthful plenty. Yep. 34B. So both B-cups. Dress size, 6, 34, 25, 35. 34, 25, 35. And Kate Beckinsale is... 34, 23, 34.
0: So, it's not... They're not that far off from one another, actually. So, it's... Height? Oh, height. Beckinsale's definitely taller, I think. I'm guessing she's 5'5". 5'7". Wow. Which is pretty fucking tall for a woman. I'm okay with that. Anna Kendrick's height... 5'1". Is she? That would be my guess. 5'2". I think she's absolutely adorable. Put her in my pocket. Walk around for the rest of my fucking life. So feel free to weigh in. I'm sure David Merkel is going to post some uh, provocative pictures of either contestant. Most likely Anna Kendrick, because I know that's the way he's going to lean. But um, weigh in. What are your thoughts? What are the pros? What are the cons? What are some? Now they have to be authentic pictures. None of this uh, photoshopped face on, like the you know porn body like or anything. The thick like that. sucking body. I don't need that. You want know I mean? a legitimate left or right this week? But here's the thing. I wish both of them were a little bit thicker. Because I'm, I'm not big on skin is a rail type of chick. Well, I mean, you know, we're going to try to keep these matchups as close as possible. I mean, we're not going to throw, you know, either one of those two perfectly good selections against, like, Sofia Vergara or anything. I, I think that's going to be a, like, the next one. I mean, Sofia Vergara we'd probably pit against, like, you know... Some hike. Yeah, that would be a good matchup. You'd be surprised, like, a lot of people would pick so high, but I don't know. Although we already have our matchup for next week's episode, right?
1: I think so. I don't know. Tune in next week for... For the results of this week's... Left or Right. And also the new... Your tricks are your left and right. You just put that clip in there. I was actually going to use a switch. The Will Smith's song
0: No, Pamps. Oh, yeah. All
1: right, so, moving on. I'm going to give Ronnie his little three-word movie quiz. And it's something real small. Nothing, you know, it's gonna be one question each episode. It's gonna take no longer than maybe 30 seconds, maybe if I can pick a movie. uh, I'm not gonna always try to give them a softball, but some days are probably gonna be easier than others. So I can't use any of the words. I'm not gonna use any character names, and I'm gonna try not to use any words from the title. So because, like, <coughs> like, you could go white man can't jump, and just white man jump. Uh, let's or Wesley Snipes, yeah, Wesley Snipes, Woody. Like, it's, it's too easy. It's also um, a euphemism. <laughs> Alright, so, let's go with, uh...
0: Is it going to be a movie in the case? Today it is.
1: I'm trying to make sure that you can't see where I'm looking.
0: (laughs) But I I really only have one shot at this, right? Because it's, uh... Yeah. Because then you'd have to pick another three words. Yep. Ballerina. Eat. Betrayal. Perfection. Black Swan? Yes, very good. That's why I said eat. What'd you say? Eat. Why'd you say eat? Lesbian scene. Ah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think you said heat at first.
1: No, Eat. That's a meal and a half right
0: there. Ooh, we're going to have to pit it. Uh, that's, that's a good left or right. Yeah. Mila Kunis versus Alec All right, Prince. so
1: today on Top Topics, we're going to be talking about our favorite matchups. Uh, ah, I got one. Speaking of Anna Kendrick, I was watching some of her... Uh,
0: well, that's a good one. Let's let's start listing our matchups for the season, and um, maybe you guys can weigh in on the Facebook of who we're going to go week to week. Ooh. So anyway, I was listening to Anna Kendrick, or well, I was watching Anna Kendrick on uh, doing her...
1: Interviews because they have an entire compilation of her doing funny interviews. And uh, apparently there's somebody out there that says there's a real love connection between her character in Pitch Perfect and Britney Snow's character in Pitch Perfect. So I was like, man, it'd be kind of funny to do a top topic of what... Two characters we want two female characters to get with in a movie. Like, uh, let's Pilgrim versus the world. Anna Kendrick and the chick with the
0: glasses. We'd we'll love for that shit to happen. Aubrey something? Aubrey Plaza. That's one. So we can... You know, I always hate how they, um, they try to make people distinctly different so you don't confuse the same person. And we're two different people as the same person in one movie. But that's probably a good example where, you know, they should have changed up one and not the other. Because it's both, you know, dark hair, kind of relatively the same height. That's what makes it hot to me. Although, Aubrey Plaza doesn't really have much to offer upstairs. No. But she's cute. Yeah. Very cute. All right, so who would you say? Matchups in movies. Yeah. That's a tough one. Jennifer Garner and Kate Beckinsale? Uh, I would go, (laughs) even though there were sisters in the movie, uh, Rachel McAdams and... uh, Oh. Yeah. uh, Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. That's a good one. That is a very fucking good one. And then then you can do the older sister for the the (laughs) Neapolitan. Which... uh, for those of you who aren't perverts like me, Politan is the uh, the brunette, the blonde, and the redhead. I'm going to get even more disturbing and say Femke
1: Jansen and Maggie Grace in Taken.
0: <laughs> yeah, Femke Janssen doesn't do much for me. Yeah, but if you could get Femke Jansen from like... She ruined that movie. Faxman days? Oh, shit. Even, uh... She's probably ruined by Le- Liam Neeson's cock anyway. Okay. Elizabeth Olsen and Scarlett Johansson. What movie were they together
1: in? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna flip this fucking table, Rodney. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit, even Colby Smolders in Scarlett Johansson.
0: How about, uh, um, yeah, you probably <laughs> like this one. Um, cause I'm just thinking of Amber Heard and I'm trying to think whatever. Ooh, Amber Heard and, uh, Emma Stone. Who's Amber Heard? Uh, she was in the beginning of Zombieland, The Blonde Neighbor. She was also in Pineapple uh, Express. Yes. Yeah, she's okay. I was just trying to think of what Amber Heard was in, and the only other girl I could think of in Panama Express is Rosie Perez. Oh, thanks. Although she looks great in The View. Yeah, she looks okay. Oh, I fucking had one. I just lost it. Now, they can't be obvious, like, wild things. I mean, that's kind of... Anna Kendrick and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in 50-50. See, Bryce Dallas Howard doesn't do anything for me. (sighs) She could do whatever she wants to me, then. I'll take her if you don't want her. I'll take uh, Anna Kendrick and Vera Farmiga in Up in the Air. Still haven't seen that. Maria's telling me to watch it. And really, Vera me. You think so? I mean, she looked good in the departed, unless that was a body double. How about how about Marty McFly's girlfriend and mom? Leah Thompson and Elizabeth Shue? Yeah. Back into her future. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no one knows what bank. it means. <sighs> like to flux her capacitor. Oh, zing. Oh, how about, uh, um, I'm going to go old school. Tara Reed and uh, Elizabeth something? From American Pie? Yeah. Well, I don't want to say Banks. I don't want to say Banks. I used to have a major crush on her. The chick from American Pie, or Tara yeah. Reed? No, Elizabeth Banks. Not Banks. What is it? I don't know, but it isn't Banks. Elizabeth Banks isn't the one from Four Year Old Version. Oh, is no, it's not Mar- Elizabeth
1: Banks. Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, good. Elizabeth Banks is yeah that's <coughs> somebody else. I would like to see her in Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect. Yeah. She, her, and almost 90% of that cast in Pitch Perfect, besides the black chick and Fat Amy, was good enough for me. <laughs> um, Eddie Valiant's Ex-Girlfriend and Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Emily Blunt and Anne Hathaway. Nice pick. Double wears nada. Ooh. The Asian chick from Live Free and Die Hard and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Who is that? Maggie Q? Maggie Q. I could even give you that one.
0: <laughs> Gina Carano and Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, okay.
1: Yes. They could both just whoop my ass. I'd love it. How
0: about uh, Rosario Dawson and Michelle Monaghan. Eagle Eye? Yeah. What about... Rosario Dawson and Jessica Alba in City. Yeah, Jessica Alba doesn't do much for me. Come on, dude, you're fucking killing me today. <laughs> I I'm really second guessing my taste in women because every time we did post a left to right on Facebook, you're wrong. I was wrong you're every time. Dead fucking wrong. <laughs> How about uh, Amanda Crew and um, Katrina <laughs> Bowden. I don't know who either of those people are. Uh, from Sex Drive. I never saw Sex Drive. You saw that when I wasn't around. You fucking asshole.
1: Okay, uh, evil robot in Transformers Two, or Megan Fox and Megan Fox.
0: Yeah, no, I'll take the um, the analyst from Transformers One and Megan Fox. Megan Fox was hotter in Transformers One. Yes, yeah, she was. I'll give you that. All
1: right, let me do one more. Uh, Charlize Theron and the chick from Prometheus, Numi Rapace. Don't remember her. She was also in the. She was in the second Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> She's the Gypsy. Don't trick me, Gypsy. I said yes. All right, you got one more. The ex-girlfriend and Tia Carrera <laughs> in Nah, Tia
0: Carrera never did much for me.
1: Jesus Christ. Of course, we're skipping over wild things because that's already been done.
0: That's a little obvious. It, of course, we're
1: skipping over chicks in black swan for
0: right now. I'll take Sofia Vergara and Rebecca De Mornay. Uh, Lords of Dogstown. Never saw that either. You probably remember her from The Hand of the Rocks Cradle. Or Wedding Crashers. Or Wedding Crashers. All right. Well, if you guys can think
1: of any, make sure to post them on the Facebook page or tweet them to me. Make sure to check them out. All right. Moving on to our promotional segment today. We're uh, skipping over the open forum because Tony Arzadon's story works just as good as anything else for an open forum and we're happy with it. So,
0: And speaking of promotions, let's uh, find him on iTunes. His new single just dropped... would have been uh, last week, by the time you hear this, called Wildfire Wildfire by uh, Bean. Follow them on Twitter. It's good. Yeah, good song.
1: Actually, uh, I listened to the original version, and then I listened to Tony's version. I like Tony's version better. I mean, unbiasedly, I like it better.
0: Support your local artist. Not that he really needs the money, but support your local artist.
1: Yeah. Don't remind David Merkel that he doesn't need the money.
0: Buy the single on iTunes. Uh, You can also find him on SoundCloud, and you can find him on Podomatic.com, where you can find... Such good podcasts as um, that just happened. Make sure you support him because he supports us. So, I mean, it's a give and take kind of thing. Hopefully more just
1: give, give, give. Not so much take, take, take. Uh, Speaking of the podcast, listen to the rest of the You're Going to Get a Disease community with You're Going to Get a Disease, Something Gate, Das Drunks, Vag Dies, and Us, and... Of course now backslash we rule. Still hasn't been posted yet.
0: Still kinda waiting to hear from it. Have you heard it? Uh yeah, I've heard the uh like the preemptive version of their I think they're gonna be perfectionists about their podcasts, they're constantly looking for feedback and revamping. So Okay. You get your copy. It happens. Um we're not podnogamous. On our show, so also listen to a few good shows outside the network, um, including Taking the Bullet with Roman and Leroy, where they watch bad movies so you don't have to. Um Episode number three is about Pixels. Nice. Really interesting taking Pixels. I have no interest in seeing Pixels, so that was a really great podcast to listen to. I wanted to see it. Even though it was probably about a half hour's worth of bitching about Adam Sandler, but... I'm okay with that. I did like Adam Sandler and Happy Happy Madison movies, but he's kind of past his time and he needs to move on with that character. I'm ho. And also, Real Fans for Real Movies podcast, where they review some of the summer blockbusters, a really good podcast to listen to. We're still waiting on episode three for Radio Rebels. Yeah. So listen to I don't that. even know
1: if he's still doing it anymore, so we'll see. I mean, he hasn't posted anything new, even talking about it. I gotta hit Matthew up, see what's going on with that. The Quick Box, or KWK Box, I I'm, I'm meant to ask how to pronounce it, and I didn't catch it in the videos that i watch but make sure to check those guys out in northwest indiana relatively close close guys yeah i mean that's pretty local not chicagoans but you know they they were interested in us I mean, we're interested in them kind of thing uh so shout out to them shout out to everybody else following the at utjh podcast page and uh next episode we'll try to make sure to do some gaming stuff just to keep those guys interested as well and see if they would help us out with promotions and uh all that good stuff so
0: Fuck uh, all things Kardashian West. Support our quest for better this, entertainment. This week, or what would have just passed, is the 9-11 movement. Yeah, so hopefully you bought something on 9-11. So. We'll, um, we'll start promoting that more later on in the year. Give you yeah. some time to... <laughs> we'll leave that alone. We're not going to be like, All
1: right, 9-11's 358 days away. So
0: we'll, we'll give you some time to pay off your credit cards. Correct. But thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. So um, I'd say let's call it a podcast. Signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Cineo. Um, I'm Adam Flores. And I'm um, these miracle fuckers. And um, that just happened. <laughs> that fuck, he's so angry. it <laughs>